What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1040 of Ask Pat. I'm really excited about this one because this is the first of several Where Are They Now episodes. And now that we've done, uh, you know, 39 or, you know, several months worth of Ask Pat 2.0 coaching sessions, which you'll still hear more in the future, where I bring an entrepreneur on who's going through a pain or a problem and I coach them through that process. Well, in this episode, 1040, this is the first one where we're bringing somebody back. And today we're bringing back Lisa from episode 1019, which was recorded how many months ago? About six months ago and was published in June. So 1019 is when she was featured. And there she had some issues with, okay, well, how do I take my coaching practice online and what can I do? She helps uh, parents deal with troubled teens and, and, and you know, brats. And, and her business is actually helping people bust through the brats. That's why it's called bust or uh, bratbusters.com is her website. So you might remember that episode. If not, I recommend you listen to that one, maybe after this one, if you'd like. So 1019, but we're going to get into this. She's made so much great progress All right, now here is the Where Are They Now episode here on Ask 2.0 with Lisa from bratbusters.com. Oh, and by the way, uh, you know, pro podcasters make mistakes too. You'll hear the audio quality. Um, I had plugged in a webcam, and because of that, it changed the input microphone to the webcam microphone and not the nice pro mic that you're hearing from me right now. So, hey, it happens to the best of us, and hopefully that makes you feel better because, hey, you know what? It's still worth publishing because it's that great. So here it is, Lisa from bratbusters.com. Hey, Lisa, welcome back to Ask Pat 2.0. I'm so excited to chat about all the things that have happened since episode 1019. Have you been? I've been really good. I got a whole bunch of stuff to tell you. Oh, I cannot wait. And like I was just saying right before I hit record, you're the first person to come back. This is like, you know, my version of Shark Tanks, like, where are they now? And um, <laughs> it sounds like just from the tone of your voice that, a lot of stuff has happened, so I, w- I would love for you to just kind of tell me tell me all the things, and then I'll probably ask some follow-up questions, if that's okay. Okay, excellent. Um, I want to say financially, it hasn't happened yet in a big way, but my movement on getting stuff going has been huge. So since doing your last podcast, I think that was probably about two or three months ago, I've done five things that are kind of big. So the first one was I started a podcast. And it's called Parenting Like a Leader, and I've done five of them so far, and I love it. I don't know if I have any views yet because I can't even figure out how to check the analytics. (laughs) So new at all this. (laughs) Anyway, I'm not sweating the small stuff. I'm getting it done. I'm enjoying it, and I'm going to build my audience once I get stuff to back it up more. Do you have have Power Up Podcasting Uh, to help you create that? Pardon me? Are you in my course, Power Up Podcasting, to kind of help you figure out all that stuff? No, I'm not in that one because I took another course year a few years ago and I started to sort of use that, realized it was kind of bold, and then I just thought I'm just going to dive in. And I did join Libsyn, I think. It, yeah, Libsyn. It's the hosting company. Yes. Was that you? Uh, no, that's, that's not my company. That's the company or one of the companies that I recommend when you start your show. That's the media hosting well, company. But anyway, I just wanted to touch on that because I wanted to make sure that we give you free access to that because a podcast is huge and it sounds like – you're, you're almost there and you got it up and it, it's great. So I just, after the call, I'll send you information so you can get 
Yeah. That'd be wonderful because I really am horrible at marketing. That's my worst thing in the world. So it's part of that, of course, for sure. Yeah, and that that's my struggle. So anyway, I got that started. I'm really enjoying it. My my first guest, mom, my second one was my daughter, and oh my god, we had so much fun. Like it's just opened up this whole other door. You know, it's just been fantastic. So that's the first thing I did, and that was sort of with your help. The second thing that happened was completely you. You told me to increase my coaching fee to make room for upcoming courses. Never dawned on me to do that until you said that. And what, what, what was it and what did you increase it to? I was charging, I think, 500 or 600 Now it's 1500 1500 You've like tripled it? I tripled it right away. The reason is I've had the same price. Pardon me. That fee has been the same virtually for 11 years. I've never changed it. And this is the funny part, though, is my clients, not just two or three of them, but pretty much all of them say, I can't believe how cheap this is for what we're getting. <laughs> because not only, okay, so it's 1500 for five weeks, so they get one um, session per week. But it's unlimited emails in between. So I'm with them all the time. Some of them never email me. Some email, email me 10 times a day. Yeah. So whatever works for them. And it's like a real, uh, unfortunately for me financially, I haven't got enough that I, that that's a problem. <laughs> Maybe one day it will be, but right now I can do that and I'm loving it. It's just fantastic. So I'm really with them. So that was a direct result of you. Was there any like fear in the price increase and how did you get over that? If there No way, no fear whatsoever. Do you know why? Because I'm nurturing my clients in the last year. I'm giving them the old rates for another year. So I get a lot of people coming back because their kids get older or they have another kid or they, their kids hit puberty and the poop hits the fan, right? With, with, the, uh, well, with babies, obviously, and with uh, teenagers. So um, that's what I'm doing. I'm nurturing my existing clients because I really worried about alienating people. And I'll be honest, my, and all my older, older clients, I'm giving it to them for 1200 so like mates rates kind of thing. Actually, I lived in Australia for 20 years. I don't know if you have that term mates rates here. Uh, you know, I, I understand what that means. That's usually the family and friends discount. Yeah, yeah, like a mate. It's a mate rate. So I say that and people here in Canada go, what? What's that mean? Anyway, okay, so I increased my fee. No, you know what, Pat? And this is what I've just changed so much after talking to you because uh, not just that I trust you, but you just had a voice that made me feel, I don't know, you just sort of gave me confidence. I don't know what, and I'm not a person that doesn't have it. <laughs> So um, it just gave me a whole other level with uh, what I should be asking for because I know what I provide and I know what it's worth. And and the fact that I was underpricing myself just so that more people could get to me. But because I've got courses coming up, which is my next thing, um, I'm not worried about that. So I put the coaching up right away to make room for the courses rather than bringing the courses out and then put, maybe I did that wrong, but I can't sweat the small stuff or else I'll never do anything. This is, I mean, you're, you're doing it right. So just to remind everybody, bratbusters.com, still the main website where they can see everything, right? Yes. And the name Bratbusters was, that's close to my heart because the troubled teens that I used to mentor, they named it that. They said, you're always busting brats. And I say, you're not a brat. And they go, come on, Lisa, don't lie to me now. Yeah, you're brats. Yeah, you, or you were. So they got to be a joke. So they named it. So good. So, um, so you got the podcast was number one. Number two is increasing the fee by, you know, tripling it. What's yes. number three? Now, number three is I bought a course on how to build a course, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but that just, as soon as I bought that, it just sort of sent me into this other mode. And it's not just about building a course. It's like 
then you got to start a Facebook group. And there's all this other stuff out there that's kind of opened my mind to the fact that I feel like more like I'm a, a machine kind of at, the, at this point, like I'm just really going forward at, at a rate that I never did before. Now, I bought that course to me, and everybody who says when you first do a course, and I've had courses before, years ago, but I want to change the format now. I want them to all be video, nothing but video, pretty much anyway. I'll back it up with transcript, but I want it to be video. So when I bought that, I, everyone says you don't do your big signature course first. Do mini courses, then do your signature one. And this held me back because I thought, how on earth do I tell a parent who's struggling with a troubled teen how to get through it unless they already know all the basics of parenting. It's like it, it's really hard to offshoot to any other course without the big basic one first. Because I found myself, every time I'd try and do a smaller course, I was giving all the basics, which is my signature course. So I, I've stopped analyzing it, um, and I'm just going to go with my signature course. I've been doing this for so long anyway. Believe me, the material's there. I've just got to put it together now. So how does that sound? Am I, am I? No, I mean, I bet it was a marketer that told you to do all those little mini satellite courses before the big launch. And yeah. it's just not for everybody. And so I would say just go with where the flow is for you. And it sounds like you found it and, and you're building it now, which is, which is great. It's, it's going to be your signature course. I mean, I, I have learned, we, we actually this year we push, we pulled back on creating more courses to provide more value to the people in my current courses and to better optimize them to better market them and all those kinds of things. So I, you know, focusing on one thing at a time and if it's the thing, then that's great. So how far are you in the process, uh, in the course creation sequence right now? Oh, well, this is embarrassing. Um, because I just changed yesterday. <laughs> I'm not very far, but, um, well, I'm nowhere, but I will get, hopefully now I'll tell you all about that. And, and the fifth thing I'm doing too, is that I was just talking to someone today and they said, you know what, they're going to keep me accountable. I'm hoping in six weeks I'll be able to release it because I've already got all the information organized. I just really have to do the videos now and get, I, I joined Thinkific uh, as the host just because the person that I bought the course off, should I mention who all this is? Uh, you can. Yeah, totally. Okay. It's Sunny Leonard Doozy. I just related to her. She was, it was just one day I thought, yeah, she's cute. She seems to make it all simple, which I need because I'm a bit stupid with all this stuff. So, uh, and she's using Thinkific. So I thought, just go with that, get it done. It was all sort of on a whim. So I hope to get that started. Um, hopefully by Friday, I'm hoping I've got it in my calendar. That's right. I think there's a big lesson there. So you had mentioned Sunny. Sunny's a good friend of mine. She and I have met in person, have had lunch together. I invited her on my podcast. She invited me on hers. We're really good friends. I love her so much and just the ways she, she teaches. And like you said, see, like she makes it achievable, like doable. And um, I think that's a very important lesson. Like you have to find the person or the mentor or the person that like you can just really relate to who can motivate you. And it's not always the same for everybody. No. And I think that's, that's a really, really key lesson. And obviously I hope the people listening to this consider me sort of a mentor to them, but I don't have to be your mentor. My goal is to have you move and take action and go forward. And it doesn't really matter to me who it is. I just, I just need you to take action. And man, Lisa, you've been taking massive action here, which is great. And I think that although on paper, the course isn't started yet, I think that in total, it has because you've gone through those mental barriers and you've you've tackled them and you already know what to do next. And that that's a, that's a huge part of this process. So although the course isn't created yet and you haven't started with the creation, you've gone through the most important part, which is the mental part of it. 
Oh, it's huge. And, and you're deaf. I've been listening to you for years. I just sort of met Sunny online. So she's all new to me. So you're my, one of my core mentors, just so you know that <laughs> she's a new baby mentor to me. So <laughs> just learning. So that was like, I started a podcast was number one. Two was I increased my coaching fee. Three was I bought the course. And number four is I decided on my signature course instead of mini courses. So the fifth one is really interesting. This came as a direct result of doing that Ask Pat before. I got contacted to join a mastermind group. They heard me on your podcast. And one of the members in there is Steve. He wasn't the one who contacted me, but it's Steve Paschini, I think, the, the PA life. He was, he was Ask Pat uh, 1014, like 1014. So he's such a, such a nice young guy. So that's been of huge value is to have these people that I can bounce ideas off of. So that was another thing. And it's not just a matter of saying, oh, thanks, Pat, for what you've done. But these are all things that anyone can do. It's just sometimes you need a push. Like I just didn't feel a real direction until after our podcast. I think I sort of felt a bit of pressure because I talked about what I wanted to do and I did it publicly so there's definite pressure in that. And it's a good thing. When you already have it all under your belt, you just have to let it fly, which is me. It was a wonderful it was a wonderful opportunity for me to go on your podcast. And it has helped me so much, as you can tell. I'm very exuberant and, and I'm really I'm smiling um, ear to ear right now. I mean this is It's wonderful, Pat. And you know, this is what if someone says that to me, you've inspired me. I just get like the Cheshire grin. You're just so it's just that's what you do it for, right? This is what I do my business for. It's what you do your business for, I'm sure, um, is just to help people. And it, it's been a huge help. And I'm hoping that this podcast will encourage other people because I'm no different from anybody else. And, you know, I have worked really, really hard at just trying to get myself moving. And that's often the hardest part is just to get moving. That's that's amazing. Lisa, you're you're awesome. Well done. Thank you again for speaking so highly of Ask Pat and what it's done for you. Now, I had imagined, and again, you're the first one to come back on the show in this way. I was going to ask everybody, tell me what the next six to eight weeks are going to be like for you. And you've kind of given us that already. So just to confirm, the next sort of couple months are like, what is your next action steps for the next couple months? Well, I want to start the course. I want to get that done. And I, I also, not something I learned um, through Sunny was she said, you build your audience before you build your course. And that's what sort of what you'd said too, but I didn't really get it, was you talked about pre-sale, uh, pre-selling, which I've never really, it, it's sort of tied in with that. I haven't quite wrapped my head around that, but I'm not going to worry about that right now. But I'm definitely going to start talking to my list about it. Um, my newsletter list about that and just ask them what they want. I've never done that before. I've never really... Because I, I coach clients so much, so I just, you know, I, I know by talking to them what parents basically need. Um, I'm hoping I know. But so I'm hoping to uh, really get this course just finished. And then I'm going to hopefully, I don't know how to do this, though. How do I get people to help me build it? That's what I struggle with. I, I feel like I'm sort of asking them a favor, like I have to pay them for it. You know, I that that's what I kind of haven't got my my head wrapped around. And maybe you can offer me some insight about that. Yeah, I, I can, you know, really when it comes to the actual creation of it and the putting in the work, um, I always try to ask myself, okay, if this were easy, what would it look like? Because we entrepreneurs, we always try to make things harder than they actually need to be. So in terms of like creating the videos, you don't necessarily need to hire this giant film crew to do it. You could, and I know a number of people who have succeeded by filming it on their phones 
and just having it be as simple as that, just getting in a nice lit spot in their home and spending a couple days, three or four days perhaps, to really just crank it all out. Um, in terms of the technology, you've gotten involved with Thinkific, which is great. I know the founder, he's a great guy. His name's Greg. Um, amazing program, and it's really easy to set up there. So once you create the videos, you just upload them there. Obviously, there are tools out there that can help you do other things like uh, um, transcriptions. So you can take that video and run it through a program like Rev, R-E-V, where a real human being will go and transcribe it for you. So, you know, a lot of this, this stuff, like there are software, there are are people, there are tools out there that can do a lot of this stuff uh, for us in terms of the creation. And the cool thing about uh, like tools like Thinkific and Teachable, which is the one that I use, you know, it, like the sales page and the collection of payments, like all that stuff is just built in. So really it's just about you and the content and the, and the creation of it. I, I would recommend if you are really at the start of this process for you um, and you haven't yet outlined the course, that would be the next step. And to help you with that, you might have seen a lot of the content that I've shared before related to post-it notes and how post-it notes are great for brainstorming. So, you know, you yeah. likely have all, all this amazing information in your brain about this topic, but it's hard to organize it into a course until you see all those individual pieces. And once you see all those individual pieces, you can cluster them together. They become the courses. They become just, you know, it just magically forms uh, the course itself. And then what I do is I take a post-it note after it's in one of those groups and I go, okay, that's the video I'm going to film. And that's all I need to worry about in this next 20 minutes is answering that question or showing that demonstration or talking about that thing. And it's just, you know, baby steps really, because it is a big thing, but when you break it down like that, it just, it becomes doable. And then you, you start to motivate yourself. You start to gain that momentum, you know, uh, an object at rest tends to stay at rest until it's in motion. Right. And once it's in motion, you know, it keeps going. It, it starts to accelerate. It is amazing how that happens. So as you can tell by my excitement level, I'm definitely emotional. But I did do your post-it note thing. I did that. It was fantastic because it's visual. I can't do it on a screen. I have to do it in. I have to do it on paper like that. So that was a really good idea. So I did do that. And um, so yeah, I am kind of ready to go with that. And um, yeah, I've got a. And I know that everyone struggles with this. It's uh, in my mastermind group. They called me a moose. And I thought, what's that? And it's a children's book called, it's an old children's book called, If You Give a Moose a Muffin, Then He Needs a Plate. Next, he needs some butter. Then he needs a knife. And, you know, I've got to try to stop. I've got to, it's really hard to stay focused when you keep seeing all these other things that you need. And, and that, I'm getting better at that, though. But is that something like at your level, you obviously at the top of the hill, you're, you're, at, you're at the top of your game right now. Well, you probably wouldn't agree, but most of us would go, wow. You know. But you probably always think you've got to grow and grow and grow. But um, do you find you're better as, as you get more success and you've got staff? Do you find you're better at focusing? You sound like a podcaster the way you're asking these questions. I love it, <laughs> Lisa. Well, I mean, I, this is how I deal with clients, right? Like it's all, you know, it's, I don't know, I get into it. No, this is great. I mean, I still get... I still have bright light syndrome and, you know, squirrel syndrome where I see these new things and I, and I gravitate toward it. Now I have a team and every couple of weeks we get together and we have what's called a sprint review because we treat two week chunks and, and we call them sprints. And during that sprint, we have very specific tasks that need to be done for the much larger projects that those jobs relate to. And so it's really, it's a lot easier for me knowing that, Hey, for the next two weeks, this is my focus. If something else new comes in, I go, okay, is this actually helping me accomplish what I'm supposed to accomplish in the next two weeks? If not, then 
let's put it in the pipeline and talk about it as a group later. And sometimes it goes into that bucket and never comes out. Other times it goes into that bucket and it comes back and it becomes our next big focus, but it's just not the focus that I need right now. And so that's kind of how I approach, like, what are the next things I should be doing and when? Okay. So you call that sprints and they're in two week blocks. Correct. Correct. And that's that's kind of a form of what's called agile, um, you know, running a business in a kind of agile manner. Uh, there's, there's all this like literature on those kinds of ways of running a business. And that's kind of what we've adopted in our, in our team, but it doesn't, again, if it, it doesn't have to be complicated two weeks. Oh, I've never seen that. How can I, I can't believe I've never even heard of that before. Not that I think I know everything, but I've usually know one iota. I know a little bit about everything sort of thing, but not a lot about any one thing. Yeah, just so, look, look at um, agile project management or something like that on Google, and you'll, okay. you'll find a ton of stuff on that. Okay, so when you do that in that two-week sprint, that is pretty much all you're doing. So you've got a team to look after the admin, the, the marketing, and all that stuff, but your main focus is on that specific goal. And Okay. So when you write out a goal, do you, do you sit down to your whole annual goals or do you just run, do you sort of run in six weeks or quarters or how do you set up your, your goals? Or I guess you'd probably do them all. We have we do, we do them all and we have meetings about them all. And if you don't have a team, it's essentially just a meeting with yourself, but mm-hmm. once a year, usually in November, we plan for the next entire year and we don't plan to the day, but we plan to essentially the quarter and and sometimes the month, like what do we want to happen and when during the next year, then in each quarter we plan for the next quarter after. Okay. So now that we know where we are trying to go based on our annual plan, every quarter we go and go, okay, so what's, what are the next couple months going to look like? And then those are broken down into the two week sprints. So it's kind of reverse engineering those bigger goals into smaller chunks so that when we are doing the work and we're in the grind, we're grinding on the right things. I'll have to have a meeting with my team. You know me. I'll see if I'm available. And definitely, I like that. I think that's a great idea because focus is very difficult, the shiny penny syndrome. And when you – luckily, I've been doing this for a while now, so it's a little bit easier maybe. Um but, uh, yeah, it's very, very hard to focus on something because the reason is you're never sure if you're doing the right thing. And once you feel like you're in your lane, you're doing the right thing, like just discussing it all with you, I feel like I'm in my lane now so I can, I can focus. When you're questioning your, yourself all the time, it's impossible to focus. It, you just can't do it. How can you focus on something you think is wrong? Or- and I think, you know, initially last time it was about essentially just giving yourself permission to do those things and you've done those things. So keep, keep rolling with it. You're, you're in your lane. So I cannot wait to to see where this goes and to, I mean, we'll have to get you back on for like a third time to go, okay, like how did the course go? What did you learn? And if that's cool with you, I'd love to call you back again. And, you know, Oh, I I would love that. I would love that. And I hope by that time I actually do have a team because, um, it would be really nice to have other people to bounce ideas off of. And that mastermind group, um, that I really encourage other people to get into one because it's it's very isolating being an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, especially a lot of people choose to do that forever. They never want a team. Um, but I, I think I'd kind of like one one day. But a mastermind group is just wonderful. I mean, I know you, you're in them. Um, I, know, I know you are. And they're just a, a really good thing to do. And it doesn't have to be people that you have even a lot in common with, if, like not the same business at all. It's just you're all solopreneurs and you all need to be held accountable. You'd be amazed what you can learn off of other people too. Like it's just, 
you know, you, you think that, oh, well, I don't have anything in common with that person because they're doing this, but you do. If you're on your own and you're trying to run a business and get it started and, and uh, you can really help support each other. So, but and it's really nice too, because whenever I'm talking to people, it's usually about parenting. So to talk about business is, is nice. It's a nice treat. How often, uh, how often do you meet with your mastermind group? Once a week. Once a week. And we would like more people because right now we have four and we would like to increase it up to seven. So if anyone's interested, feel free to contact me through you or however it's done. Or I'm Brat, Lisa at bratbusters.com. And uh, we'd love to chat with you and see if it would be a good fit. Um, because as I said, I got into it just from doing your last podcast. So maybe someone else will too, you know, from hearing this and, and get involved. It's nice to have support. You're amazing, Lisa. Thank you so much for the, I mean, this is motivating to me. I hope it's motivating to everybody else too. And just one more time, bratbusters.com. Check out Lisa and you can, you can hold her accountable just like, I mean, now that you know where she's going next. So hopefully we'll see her course up there soon. And Lisa, one more time, just you're amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and taking action and being great. Thank you very much, Pat. I really do appreciate it. All right. Back to the pro mic now. Uh, thank you so much for listening all the way through. I hope you enjoyed that. I'd love to know what you think. If you wanted to give me a shout out on Instagram or Twitter at Pat Flynn, let me know what you think about these. Uh, where are they now episodes? We have more coming your way. And whether you are here for the first time or you've listened to the show before, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please do that. And by the way, if you'd like to get coaching from me in this capacity, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and apply there. It's uh, kind of it's not necessarily random in terms of who I select because there are a ton of people who apply. I get new applications every single day. It's it's kind of random because I get a lot and I kind of scroll through my my index to see which ones are interesting. And then I go, okay, well, wh- what would be the most helpful for the audience to listen and learn from? And uh, what's a unique story? What's different? And how can I best serve all of you? So if you want to apply, go to askpat.com. Just click on the button to apply. You'll answer a few questions there and I may select you. And if I do... I'll reach out to you or my team will reach out to you. We'll schedule a call and we'll make it happen. So askpat.com. And again, thank you so much for listening all the way through. I appreciate you. Guys, this is all about taking action. And hopefully, even if you are not coached directly on this show, you are getting coached indirectly and should hopefully take action just like uh, Lisa did here. So um, great job, Lisa. Great job, everybody. Keep up the great work and I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.